You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Bulldogs here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, Daniel, we got USC Junior coming up this weekend. Uh, That's correct. Gamecocks ain't, ain't going to know what hit them. We're going to get no. tomorrow. USC Senior, by the way. USC Senior, by the way. <laughs> A lot of turmoil. Oh, yeah, right man, now, yeah. right now, Gamecocks have a real, real, actual argument for being called USC. Senior. Real USC, first time. yeah. First time. Uh, we're going to get to our official predictions of that game tomorrow on the lock segment. We'll give you what you think we think is going to happen in the score over under all that. But you're on this podcast because you're a fan of UGA. That's it. Um, you're on the YouTube's. You're on the the audio of the podcast because you just love UGA football. We do too, which is why we're here. Um, be really weird for any other reason, Daniel. Just yeah, shocking. It would just. Odd. I mean, you could be here for another reason. Auburn fan will be here for another reason later in the year. That's by the way, Auburn, Auburn fan, come come back after this weekend. Come, come on, come, come on back. How's that whiteout going to treat you? Check back Ooh. with me after locks tomorrow, and we'll talk Ooh. about that that whiteout game. Preview of locks. <laughs> yeah. um, we are fans first and foremost, not gurus or insiders, but uh, national gurus and insiders. Hey, go have fun. Daniel and I are fans first and foremost. Mm-hmm. We want your fandom to increase as ours increases as well. That's right. So as long as you're not expecting anything objective or um, rational or well-calculated, None of those things apply to the podcast. We are giving takes like fans give takes. We have thoughts and opinions like fans have thoughts and opinions. That's what the podcast is all about. So if you are a fan, then you found the right place. That's what Clint is trying to say. We are here five days a week. And by here, I mean any audio podcast listening app of your choosing, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Stitcher, all all the things. You can find us on there, and I also mean on YouTube, on the YouTube channel. Just search for Lockdown Bulldogs on the YouTube cha- on the YouTube machine, and uh, you'll find us. That's where we are five days a week on video as well as audio, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. It would help us out a bunch. If you, if you like the show, you can subscribe to both places uh, so that it's always there, uh, whichever medium you choose to partake in. Uh, and then if you like the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment on YouTube, hit that Arby's bell, all of the that things bell. that you want to do. Give us a cat a lot, subscription, whatever you want to do. Hitting that bell for you, Daniel. I don't know a lot of people, man, we're getting people just coming out of the woodwork trying to make us feel good clint just talking about yeah. just where have you people been you know we've been putting this podcast out you could have said nice things before this like years we've been here begging we begging things and finally we hit the youtube machine and all of a sudden you guys are like no no we, all we, of a sudden like hey we really like you guys that's oh that's now you do that's fantastic thank you so much um uh, and as always, the email address, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Okay, Clint, you mentioned yep. South Carolina coming into Athens. It's a, it's a night game. 
It's in Athens. They're going to turn those lights down. It's a fun time. It's a great atmosphere. First SEC game, first SEC home sellout in a couple years. It's going Mm. to be all the give me all Mm. the things. And it's a and it's a year playing South Carolina. Wash wash myself in it when we don't have to listen to that sandstorm song. And so everything's going right for the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, All the quarterbacks are injured. So I was going to say, when you say everything's going right, let me quibble right there for a bit. Yeah. Apparently quarterback that has done significant time on this team. Again, we're here again. No quarterback with significant time is healthy as of today. Daniel. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, and, and again, are we going to do this carousel again? Are we going to do this dance where we try to predict who's going to play and we get all full, worked up? Full and, stop. Full let's stop. Don't. don't do it. Let's don't. Let's talk about South Carolina instead, Clint. Um, Gladly. <clears throat> South Carolina, Shane Beamer's been talking to the media, former UGA assistant, former Oklahoma assistant, Shane Beamer, learned under the greatest offensive mind in college football. Um, uh, the greatest, I hear. Yes. Um, James Coley. That's who I'm speaking yeah. of, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, Shane Beamer addressed the media and uh, talking about the uh, South Carolina offense, um, his primary concern seemed to be the run game, Clint. Got to fix he, the run game. He, he knows he that if you want to win, you got to be able to keep on getting ahead of the chain. That's right. I.e., not being second and long, third and long, but being second and seven, third and three, something like that, especially in South Carolina. Uh, so, yeah, he he knows, Daniel. And he he makes he, it a point of emphasis. I don't know if he knows what he has to work with. Like, you know, the old saying, yeah. you don't go to you don't go to war with the army you want. You go to war with the army that you're given. And sure. uh, ooh, not, I don't know. Not don't a great know, army. Shane. I don't, I don't know. Listen, against ECU, formidable powerhouse that they are. ECU. Mm. Eastern. Well, the, can we the say less, this? Defen- the less mentioned Eastern. Go ahead. Of the, of the Carolinas. The Eastern, Eastern of the Carolinas. Yes, that's right. There's an Eastern Carolina and a Western Carolina. This just Carolina. Get it together, man. Get it together. Just do something. Um, ECU maybe the best team in all the Carolinas. Clemson fans, are are we? How are we feeling about that? Well, I don't. They are undefeated, so bull. Uh, South Carolina against ECU on thirty percent of their carries, Clint gained zero yards or fewer. That's thirty percent of their okay. of their carries gained not one or two yards, but zero yards or fewer. So let me try to put this in context. Sure. Close to a third of the time that mm-hmm. a play is called to run the ball. How many downs do you get, by the way, before you have to punt in football? <laughs> so, so, so one third of those downs. Okay. So you get two downs left to make the – so out of the, the downs that you're given, you go ahead and call a run play. And what you're saying mm-hmm. is you might has as well have just said, can we pass on this down? Uh, you know yeah. what? Let's start a second down. Clock it. Just spike the ball, and then you get it at the exact same location. At least you never lose yards when you clock it. That's, Ooh, wow. Um, well, so what might have to happen is um, we know South Carolina can't run the ball against East Carolina. Can anyone okay. run the ball against Georgia, Clint? Any, I mean um, anyone. 
you you give me a team. I will let okay. anybody in the world pick a mm-hmm. college football team. Okay. You can go Army. You can go Michigan, who racked up 300 and some odd yards at the big house. Boy, um, oh boy. You, you name the team. I'll okay. take our defense stopping your run all day, every day. Absolutely. South Carolina's not going to be able to run the ball against Georgia, period. So that I guess that means there's only two ways to advance the ball in college football. Clint. Okay, tell me more. Um, so if they can't run the ball, I guess they're going to have to pass the ball. Now, what? Do, so let's talk about talk to me about South Carolina's passing attack here. What are they? What's what real strengths and weaknesses situation? Uh, here's here's a strength. Got a okay. veteran, mature quarterback. Very veteran, very mature quarterback. <laughs> Con, um, his his nine to five at the insurance agency, and the the late nights with the second kids feeding schedule really cutting into film time. Really, Con, he's not actually a football player, so he's literally they're... not he's literally not a student. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a graduate assistant okay. coach. Okay. Okay. Well. So pros and cons, things are going fine. Um, protection fine. up front, Clint. How's how's um, how's South Carolina look up front? Well, what if I was to tell you that we measure these statistics, and what okay. if one of the statistics was South Carolina's offensive line is the worst pass pro offensive line in the SEC? Oh no! Oh no! So you're telling me that the only hope they have of advancing the ball. Uh-huh. They're the worst at it, at protecting so, the quarterback while he tries to do it. If you thought giving up a down was bad, if you thought yeah, starting oh. second down was bad, what about now, giving what up I, a man's life to Adam Anderson? I mean, that what? that man, he his family, they don't got life insurance yet. That's not going to kick That's, in until six months. He's on the job. He's got to do that six month probation period. He can't, guys. Oh gosh, we're on the we're on the podcast breaking down life insurance. Um, all right, we're going to talk more about South Carolina. We got some other thoughts about college football coming up. Uh, first, we want to tell you about the fine folks over at BetOnline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. You know everything that you need to know about them, probably. But if you're new to the show, let me tell you that they are the place that Clint and I go to place all of our wagers online. Uh, BetOnline.ag. You go there right now. You enter the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get a hundred percent match on your first deposit that means you make a deposit and then they make a deposit into your account that doesn't happen that doesn't happen people don't just make deposits into your account for no reason so go to betonline.ag take advantage of this offer enter the promo code locked on it lets them know that we sent you it helps us out it helps you out because you get double the money with which to bet tomorrow we will be on this podcast giving out locks so if you're wondering well Daniel, I don't know what to bet on. Just, just wait. Just wait one second. Come back tomorrow. Check in tomorrow, and we'll let you know. Uh, go to betonline.ag. All of your college football, NFL, Major League Baseball, whatever sport tickles your fancy, they've got it over at BetOnline. So go to betonline.ag, enter the promo code Locked On. your online sportsbook experts. All right, Clint. Um, yes, sir. We're going to get more into South Carolina. Let's get. We'll get into them tomorrow. We'll break down the game. We'll give our official predictions. If you're new to the show on Thursdays, 
We um, give an official prediction for the Georgia game. We give a score prediction. We talk about the total. We talk about the 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 line, the spread, and we give an official prediction of how we think the game is going to play out. And then we give out predictions, locks for all of college football. Uh, if you are inclined to wager, um, uh, and then on Friday we'll talk about. We'll talk about what we're nervous about, excited about, what you shouldn't sleep on about this game. Some other little tidbits, news and notes, things from um, get you ready for Saturday. But for today, Clint, middle of the week, Kirby's met with the media. Any thoughts from Kirby's media sessions this week? Uh, Kirby's trying to not let you have thoughts, it seems. He is. He is this week especially. Kirby is mitigating that down. He's truncating down his message. He has shortened up and tightened up responses. Um, by the way, just for whatever reason, if you still think okay. that you can ask about injury-related news from Kirby okay. Smart, mm. you, that is an exercise in futility. I must question all that you think about life if you keep sure. up, because he's never going to give you an answer ever in his life. What was that? What was that definition of insanity again, Clint? I can't. It's hard to recall. Doing uh, the same thing <laughs> and expecting different results. Hmm. Okay. Well, I feel like fool me once, Kirby. Shame on you. But fool me one million times as I ask you about to tell me about injury-related things. Um, yeah. So not a ton from Kirby's pressers. Um, let's look around the landscape of college football a little bit, Clint. We don't often do this, but um, have a little fun. A lot of things have happened this week. So let's start over. And it's very important. This on this big picture is important to Georgia specifically. It's, we're gonna. It is. We're gonna. It's important. It is important. Uh, let's really quickly go across the country. Let's start on your coast, the West Coast. Can I still call it your coast, okay. Clint? Is it still well, yours? I was, I got, it's in my DNA. So yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Um, do you want to start on the North, the North side or the South side of the West coast? Because it's two very different things. <laughs> very it's different. Let's big. start, let's start with the Roy Kent bad news downer mm, uh, in, in okay. Southern California. Um, Todd Helton, you were fired two days too late, but uh, you were fired. That has to happen. You can't get blown out by Stanford, by the way. Ruined my money line parlay. 15 team money line parlay. All I need is USC to win the game. No, no points. Just win. No cover. Just win the game. They get blown out. Todd Helton, good riddance to you. Um, <clears throat> yes, sir. Spoiler alert, Clint. Dan Mullen is interested in this job. <laughs> Can we listen? Don't stop reporting this, people. Because let me just explain something to you. Dan Mullen is interested. In every job, all all them job. If there's an opening outside of Florida, he is uh-huh. interested. He in wants it. He's interested. Very. In, he is trying to solicit himself to any and all comers. Um, who do we th- give me a name, Clint? That is that you think would might legitimately take the USC job because it ain't Urban Meyer, and it ain't Dan Mullen. These are dumb no. stories. They're dumb. They're dumb. Okay. Um, here are the two names that if I were going after, I, I have one name right at the top of my list. It's not going to shock anybody, this name. Um, Luke Fickle would be a mm. home run hire at USC. I don't think you guys yep. understand. Uh, he would bring credibility. He'd bring incredible uh, determination and just good football. Like, I don't know if you understand USC, you've lacked good football 
for oh decades. Well, that's an interesting now. take. That's an interesting thought. Maybe oh, they golly. should be better at football. Maybe that's instead of hmm. thinking about the the celebrities and the, the brand. The brand. Stop thinking. Mm-hmm. The brand sucks unless you play good football. As Texas, um, so. Uh, Luke Fickle would be, but I don't think they're going to go with Luke Fickle because it's not splashy and sexy enough, which is so stupid. Uh, reports Eric Bellamy, the uh, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, coming out that he might be yeah interested be, in that be job. enemy yeah. Which hey, I, that's not bad. Look, uh, but for me, it's Luke. It's Luke sure. Fickle, and there's nobody else. Yeah, I I'll tell you the name, and and I thought of this, John. We're on the same page. Um, but um, long time, long time friend of the podcast, John Tweet Sports. Um, I saw him. I saw him mention something like this on Twitter. Uh, but to be fair, I think John's Twitter philosophy is just tweet about everything, so that you have covered it's, your bases it's, on every. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the shotgun approach. It's a real shotgun approach to Twitter, which I appreciate. Um, I'm here for it. Why is nobody talking more about Joe Brady as a college football head coach? Why are people not going out and trying to hire Joe Brady as a college football head coach? Because he only Eric won Bien- a national championship. Listen, Eric Bieniemy is the best offensive coordinator in the National Football League. Okay, that is an undisputed fact. He has learned under Andy Reid, who's one of the best offensive minds in football over the last hundred years. But he has not proven anything in college. Joe Brady, on the other hand, has proven everything in college. So he's been in the homes of uh, high school seniors looking to recruit them. He has done those things, albeit only for one year at LSU as the co-offensive coordinator. But he's he's proven it a little bit. Uh, maybe USC thinks they can do better than Joe Brady, but somebody's going to hire Joe Brady, and he's going to be a very good college football coach, Clint. All right. Don't come back to the SEC. Stay, stay away, Joe Brady. Let's move north because um, simple question. For you and for everybody else, Clint. Is Oregon for real? Is Oregon a real football team? Is yes. Do you know why they're a real football team? Because Mario why. came in and said oh, I know Super you Mario. Guys, Put some Super respect Mario. on it. You're right. You're right. That's that's on me. He came in and said, um, again, <clears throat> let me tell you how footballing works. It's mm. physical. Mm. And you have to be mm. strong. So mm-hmm. what if I took Good recruits, the best facility on the West Coast. It's the best facility on the West Coast. If you guys have never been, yeah. it's they got that Phil Knight money, man. They got that Phil Ooh. Knight money just flowing. Nike. In there. Um, now all of a sudden you got a guy who cares about strength and conditioning and hard nose and actually fundamentals. Oregon for real. And as long as Mario's there, they're gonna be for real the whole time. Um, Washington, worst football team in America. They might actually be the worst football team in America. Some people pick them to win the Pac-12, Clint. This is, this is a the really, this is a this is really, really bad football team. Um, let's move our way across the country. What, what's Ohio State's loss? Ultimately, big picture, what does it mean for them? Are they going to go undefeated the rest of the season? Simple question. Uh, no. 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 Oh, you think there's real problems at Ohio oh, State? Oh, I think there's... Look, you're telling me that uh, Penn State and Wisconsin don't have a shot against them. Now, if before this game, no shot. I, I didn't give them a shot. Now, what what do Penn State, what do Wisconsin do better than most teams in the conference? It's physical trenches. Mm-hmm. What did Oregon do really well? Mm-hmm. Physical 
trenches. Ohio State's got a problem. I, I think there's a greater chance they lose one of those games coming up in conference than not. Boy, you would love to see it, wouldn't you? Oh, oh you would love to see we it. We have got some interesting, and we can't talk about this for too much longer because we gotta we got to move on. But think about some of these interesting scenarios. Um, you could have at the end of the season one loss Georgia and one loss Clemson with a head-to-head matchup. And then you could have one loss Oregon and one loss Ohio State with a head-to-head matchup in there. The committee loves Clemson and Ohio State in those, like, they love them. They love putting those teams in the playoff. But both of those teams would have lost a head-to-head matchup to another team. And so, let's say Georgia runs the table, loses Alabama in the SEC championship game. You got Alabama that's in for sure. But then, I think the next two teams have to be one loss Georgia and one loss Oregon. I think those have to be your next two. And then, you fill out with, is there an undefeated team? Is Oklahoma undefeated? Is there an undefeated team? You know, in the Big 12, does Notre Dame somehow get it together and go on whatever? But... Or do you then go to Clemson versus Ohio State for that last? What's that going to bite? What's that? Ooh. How's that? How's I'll, that going to go? I'll put another spicy sausage in there for you, Daniel. Um, All right. Y- y'all don't think now. I don't think this is going to happen. But if you don't think the percentage has increased greatly, that Ole Miss going to give old Alabama a run for their money this year? I, look, I'm not stop. I'll run. Whatever. I'm very interested in that line. Very interested. Listen, check back for locks tomorrow because I am high on Ole Miss. Okay. I've been high on Ole Miss the whole season. I'm, good. I'm, I'm feeling good about Ole Miss. My over nine win total or whatever I got. I think it was like eight and a half or something. I'm feeling great about Ole Miss, but they're not going to give Alabama run for their money. Notre Dame is trash. They're Florida horrible. State. Florida State is trash that's been lit on fire. It's not, they're not a real football program. Florida State's not a real football program anymore. You understand? It's not, the era is over. They are no longer a relevant football program. Period. Never will be again. Um, All right. We don't have time to talk more about college football. We got got some listener questions, mailbag things that we're going to get to. We'll be right back to do that first. uh, Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They are high in fiber. High in protein, low in sugar. They're keto approved. They're good for whatever meal replacement, whatever diet you're on, uh, pre-workout, post-workout, uh, at work, as a snack in the afternoon, on your way to work in the morning. Uh, BuiltBar.com comes in a wide variety of flavors. There's wide variety of – there's some crunchy ones. There's some chewy ones. Mm. There's all sorts of delicious options. Go there right now. Enter the promo code Locked On fifteen, and you're going to get fifteen percent off your order. You can order multiple boxes, one box. You can order a, a variety pack or individual flavors. Locked On fifteen is the promo code. BuiltBar.com is the website, and they are the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They really are. And also, want to let you know about a new sponsor, Prize Picks, Daniel. They that's are right, Prize Picks. Fantasy. Prize Picks Daily Fantasy. That's the name. That's the name of the company. Prize Picks. I think we. I think we got it. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that. What's the well, email? Well, they, they say that you. They say that you say things. You know, like three times. It's locked on bulldogs at gmail.com If you want to send us an email about Thank Prize you. Picks. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. We love it, and we know you will too. It's a leader in college sports daily fantasy. That's college sports daily fantasy. It's unheard of. And also, they have other sports as well. But, but why would you do anything but college sports? <laughs> I was just going to say, just, just do college. That's all. It offers any prop bet you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All the users that deposit and use promo code locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Whatever you put in, double that up to $100. So put in $100, get $200. You pick two to five players over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. That's it. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy mode, uh, daily fantasy made easy. All right. So we have a couple more informational tidbits. And uh, this comes from our listeners, Daniel. They asked us some questions. We're going to answer them for them. That's right. Um, uh, so we are, we got, we got a couple different things. Um, First thing I'll get to comes from Adam, and Adam asks, uh, pretty simply, are we concerned about the run game? The run game has not been great. It, um, we, we did address this, I think, on Monday or Tuesday Monday. Uh, yeah. briefly, but maybe just to, let's talk a bit more, Clint, about the run game. Are we concerned, and why or why not um, justify your answer? Show your work. Uh, here's my work. Uh, I'm not concerned for two reasons. Reason one, our offensive line is handling their business, handled business against Clemson. We did great work against the second best defensive line in the nation. Sure. Um, and we held up more than admirably. I give the offensive line that game an A minus, all things considered. It was a, a great showing. The second reason I'm not concerned about this. Now I'm going to add a third that makes me want to be concerned, but I'm choosing to disregard it because it's, hmm. it's the same I thing I've been saying not to run because, because I've been saying it for so long. I'm sick of myself saying it, hmm. hearing okay. myself. Um, but the second reason is this, I think somewhere along the season before we get to Arkansas or maybe Arkansas week, we're going to see Sawyer slide back into guard and we're going to see somebody entrench himself at left tackle. And the second that happens, please, please, Roderick, please let it happen. Work out there, because the second Sawyer comes back inside, all bets are off on this run game. All gas, no brakes on the run game. So, two reasons I'm fine. The third that I am concerned: when will we see the rotation only be two players? I'm sick of tighten more it than up, two. tighten it up, shorten that, tighten bench. up the rotation, Kirby. And I do think you will see that in the bigger games. Well, you didn't see it against Clemson. But based on the results against Clemson, hopefully Todd Munkin and Kirby will learn from that. And as we play bigger opponents later in the season, the lion's share of the carries will go to the better backs who are, just to be clear, Zamir White and Kendall Milton. And so That's hopefully it. we will continue to see that uh, as we move forward in the season. Okay. Um, uh, Joseph, I believe, sorry if I get your names wrong, if I get the questions confused, um, there's a bunch of questions that came in uh, via email. Joseph asked an interesting question here. We did a lot of talking in the offseason about a potential thousand yard receiver. Georgia in its history has only had one thousand yard receiver in a single season. His name's Terrence Edwards. In 2002, he had 1,002 or 1,004 yards or something. Just, just barely got it. But 
thousand yard receiver, Terrence Edwards, two thousand two. <clears throat> we talked about Jorge. We've talked about others as potential candidates to be a thousand yard receiver. Joseph says, "Does it still count as a thousand yard receiver if it's a tight end, Clint? Because could Brock? <laughs> I mean, it's fifteen games, and." What about Brock Bowers, Clint? I know at some point Darnell's going to come back, but those are two very different weapons. Yes. What are the chances that Brock Bowers has 1,000 yards this season? I'm going to put it legitimately at 20% that he gets 1,000 yards. Which You think it is as high as 20%? I, I that- would have said before the season, 2%. <laughs> Zero percent. Like, like, but you're telling me it's clear as day they want to get him the ball. It's clear as day that he is now big O fans. You're going to be real mad at this. Like, uh oh, no, stop. It's, I'm, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to disclaimer this. It's clear as day the coaches believe that he is a better tight end in this system because they've talked about it, Daniel. They said definitively. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Eric is a better is a is a form of Brock. Like they put Brock as the penultimate sure. on this team. So uh, before the season, no chance. Now I'm going to put it at 20 because I I didn't think there was any chance that I would see a 21 mile per hour running tight end as a freshman. I thought that was zero, no. and that's definitively true. So um, he's averaging 75 yards a game right now, Clint. You know what that is over 15 games. Tell me, Daniel. 1,125 yards. Well, so, that seems good. Well, um, <clears throat> all right. Next question, and it's related to this, a similar topic. And so this or that, Clint. Well, oh, we don't do oh, we don't do this or that. We don't do this or that during the season, but uh, sometimes we like to sprinkle them in. You could get with this, which is Brock Bowers has that 1,100 receiving yards. And 10 touchdowns to boot. Or you can get with that, which is Adam Anderson gets his 20 sacks. But only one can be true. Adam Anderson, 20 sacks. He he doesn't want to discuss it further. Just, yeah. If a Georgia player ever gets 20 sacks in the season, that will be the greatest single individual performance that a Georgia player may have ever had short of Herschel ever. Walker. That, that's yeah. what I mean. Just, just 20 sacks, especially in today's college, it, that is unheard of. He gets 20 sacks. That means we are just demolishing teams all across the board on our way to a national championship. Give me that all day long. Yeah, because he's going to be getting double and triple team by the end of the season when he's sitting on 17, 18 sacks. So just think about how the rest of the defense is going to eat in that in that scenario just think about i am oh i am right now i'm this moment i'm thinking about it all right um to south carolina sorry life and how um what's going to happen this weekend uh come back tomorrow we're going to be giving out locks thanks for listening thanks for subscribing subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the podcast leave us a, a rating or a comment or a thumbs up we appreciate all you guys And we will be back tomorrow with locks and Georgia predictions. And we will see you guys then. See ya.